Welcome back to In No Particular Order. Uh, this is Evan, the third host. I'm joined always by. E-Mag, what's good? What's good, everybody? Boom, boom, boom. Uh, okay, uh, so we are back again. Uh, a little bit of full disclosure. But as we were recording this episode, I'm going to put out another episode right after I, uh, we get done here because I forgot to put that shit out like last week. So that's for me. And, and it's... It's kind of a lot putting these shits out, man, because I do. I, I like the recording process, but the uh, the editing process and putting them out, I'm too lazy for that, especially these days. So that's <laughs> a full disclosure, because I think that that one, uh, I think that's going to be our uh, our flash review, right? Because I don't think I put that one out yet. I think so. I think last one we did was, um, oh, oh, like last one I put out, was uh, us redoing like our top five rappers in no particular order, and then we had recorded one for the Flash around the time like the Flash came out. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure like the, like that's gonna be the one. And uh, then as we talked about on one of those two last episodes, what we're coming back with this time is going to be um, eventually we're doing um, our top five favorite. Well, not, not necessarily favorites, but our top five choices for uh, the best catalogs of any rap performers or group or act in any particular order. Meaning, in terms of like the volume of the catalog, who has the best catalog in terms of the good songs, hit songs, and all that. Uh, so, uh, without further ado, uh, who is your first choice, d Um, My first choice, I'm going to... I'm gonna put him in there. Uh, uh, not ranking, of course, but right in no particular uh, order, of course. <laughs> but I'm gonna put my man uh, Ludacris. I know that one probably interesting. Shot you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when Ludacris, uh, when I started listening to Ludacris, it was back in, was back in high school days. Like ninth, tenth grade or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. When he when he back came for the first with, time. Yep. And Kanye uh, Girl. Bro, that that's it. That. Incognito, back from the first time, back from the first time, killed it to where he had the, the base to his songs that was lit. Uh, two, he came with like so much energy, energy with your fantasy with Shana mm-hmm. going back and forth and shit, which was dope. Um, Southern Hospitality, that was another bang on there. Fat Rabbit, that was, that was another bang on there. His production was shocking it's like shockingly sharp like because he had neptunes produced southern hospitality timland produced fat rabbit i don't know who produced uh what's your fantasy but i'm just like damn this dude got a, a two like a million dollar budget like two million <laughs> yeah <laughs> um then from that album he hit you with word of mouth and then I just like that's that's the one that got um uh oh, that go to sleep hope go mm-hmm. to sleep hope and then that, that and guess who that's that's produced by DJ Paul you know what I'm saying <laughs> right. 
Oh, that makes Mafia. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you makes see what sense. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dusted on that one. That, that was cold. Intro was cold. Um, man, like, I, I just, the energy that he put out with just, with the two areas, with the two albums was off the, off the chain. Uh, we had Area Codes, Move Bitch, Get Out of the Way. Uh, man. Damn. Uh, wasn't, uh, Saturday on one of the first two. Yep. Saturday. That was on that one. That was on that one. Then after that, uh, he hit you with the uh, chicken and beer, mm-hmm. which, according to my research, was number one on the Billboard chart. That was his first one being number one, like number one, like on the Billboard in his in, like entirety. Yep, not just genre. like in its genre, but like or like top yeah. selling, like in, in in all of music for that week it came out. Yeah, um, that one was rocking. That's that one that got that. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, thing name Tony Tony Tony. Oh, whatever that, you want, sing. Yeah, yeah, that that shit. What was it called? Splash Waterfalls. But yes, yep, yep, that, yep, yep. Yeah. That shit was cold. Uh, that one also had every night. <laughs> Oh. Hell yeah, that one also had the one with Diamond in the Bag, Sunroof Pop, that one. Mm-hmm. And it had P popping on that too. <laughs> and like the uncut air. What's he popping on a handstand? Oh man. Uh, that's with them three alone. My man, he was rocking. Then after that, came down to Red Light District. Red Light District had some cuts. Uh, it's not one of my favorite, but it had number one spot. I like that. I, I just remember the video from that. Um, then it had uh, pimping all over the world. The fans of guys, the women in the caviar, drink it, hoes. Who was that? Uh, who was the RB dude? Uh, Bobby Valentino. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Then after that one, yeah, which. I actually, I really, really, I like this project a lot. Yeah, to me, I think it just gets slapped on uh, release therapy. And that's the one that had Shake It Like a Moneymaker. Uh, I grew up, the fucking screw up. That was that one with Young Jeezy. But it had the uh, B.I.G. The chorus to it. Grew up, the screw up. That, that shit went hard. But I think the, the reason, the main reason why I liked it, this one, it showed uh ludicrous like diversity as far as like his uh that runaway love that that song was tupac brenda have baby that that was the level of that song and that's why i was just like damn and you never really seen that from uh luda to talk about some shit like he literally telling the story he tells three stories actually all in one but all it had one meeting you know what I'm saying? I, I thought that that was beautiful. That that, that show was a switch up. And I, I gotta give it to him on that one. Uh, then after that one, this is when he started it started started dwindling down a little bit because hell, at that time he didn't hit it way past his five, six, seven year mark in the game. Well, far as mainstream anyway. Uh, it went to theater of the mind, which on this one, uh. Just the one that had one more drinks with uh T Pain. <laughs> I don't even remember that one. Yeah, I know. I know. 
I had last in the dying, last of a dying breed with uh, Lil Wayne. It just had a couple tracks on here, man. It wasn't really to me. It it, it was alright. It was alright album. It was kind of like uh, it was, you know, just trying to put the foot out there. Uh, I know it didn't go number one on the charts like the other ones did because Red Light District did, Chicken Beer did, uh, Police Therapy did, and this next one went number one chart. But I think this one went number one because of he just hit it at the right time. Like, because right around that time frame, uh, shit wasn't, like, popping, like, shit wasn't moving. It was, like, 2010. It was, like, I think it was, like, because if, if I remember right, it was, hip-hop was moving, but he just hit hit it, like, at a right month where it was kind of, like, wasn't nothing going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was Battle of the Sexes, and that's mm-hmm. the one with uh, How Low Can You Go? Yep. Uh, my chick bad sex room, sex room with uh, <laughs> songs, Trey songs, yeah. Yep. And I, I liked it that when that was because he, he he originally said I guess they were beefing or something like that. Shauna, Shauna was supposed to be on there with him and they were supposed to do a dual thing. That's why I was supposed to be battle with sexes. But then I guess they were beefing or some shit. So he just said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna put this shit out anyway." And it still came out good. You know what I'm saying? It was, it's still rock, so gotta give it to him. Um, then after that uh, was Ludiverso, and that one was to me that one pretty much the time to me. Um, these titles, with you. yeah, like these titles are getting worse and worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's like the sheer titles of these projects sound trash. That, and that was literally his last like album, mm-hmm. like since he put out, and that was back in two thousand. 15, but at that point, how I looked at it was Luda. Because I had what was the song Good Love, I can't even remember that song. But he, at that point, because I remember listening to that album, I was like, Yeah, he does. <laughs> That's why I was thinking, like, Oh, he does. But he made, but he still comes out and now he he rap here and there to, to see, show that he still got it. I mean, I still think he got it, but then I also think. That majority of those artists that came out in the 2099, the 2000 time frame that was smoking hot back when we had CDs and burning mm-hmm. and all that shit, them motherfuckers made their money. They they money working from them. The Nellies, yep. the Looters, all that, they money work from them. They ain't really got to worry about much. But it is good to hear when he comes out and start rapping because I also think that he should come out. Them artists from back then should come out and spit game to these newer artists, so they could get some, some either some originality or be like, "Yo, I'm trying to be like my man," blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? Because these dudes here, everybody just pretty much trying to grasp the 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 older sound. They're not trying to they they're trying to either grasp the older sound or sound like somebody that's out that's hot now and try to just flip it and be like, "Oh man." Uh, I want to sound like the baby. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's something new. I know that's my, like, little tangent, though. But, but now nah, that's uh, ludicrous, man. His, his, uh, his catalog to me, that, that, it, 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 it hit to me, man. Because I, I still be listening to it. I could go back and listen to that shit like, hey, it came out yesterday. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, I think that. Because you definitely did prove like that. Because I forgot, like, you put 
all like, uh, like put out that many albums, and then I'm uh, like, you did definitely prove that he had hits on, on all those albums too. Not as many as he had like on the first two. Because uh, yeah, yeah, I feel like Luda, in terms of his success and his uh, what's the term to use, diminishing returns is mm-hmm. is 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 on par with Nelly. Like their first yeah. album yeah. put them out there for the world, and, and it kind of started to bubble. Then that second album came out. Change the fucking world, and then on the third album, both of them were still breathing and living off the success of their first two. And the third project was a definitely a, a decrease in quality overall. Mm-hmm. And then they both kept on putting shit out, and like they have like maybe a hit single off of it. But yeah, but because I think, I think, I think that you would agree after Chicken and Beer, which is the third one, right? Yeah, that's the third one. There wasn't. A whole album that he put out that was cold. It may be a song here and there, a single, or something like that. But like the first two, and maybe on Chicken and Beer too. It, it, the whole album was cold. Like maybe like two or three songs was just all right. But overall, you could like play the whole shit. But after that third one, after Chicken and Beer, I think you will probably agree that like you couldn't really listen to the whole album and really thoroughly enjoy it, right? I would say not the fourth, but the fifth. Oh damn! Okay. I can listen. I can listen to that mug all the way through. It was that good okay. to me. Was, that that mug really was. But then after mm-hmm. that, I, that, that, that was pretty much it for him. He yeah, had to and, skip uh, around and all that. Yeah, he, he had hits though. I, I give him that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so now that you said that, I definitely agree. Um, he wasn't even on my radar with this list. I think I told you the story. Like we. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So I, I, you know the story about how I personally don't like uh, fucking Ludacris as a person, but now I yeah. told everybody in the audience, so like they'll know too. Cause so uh, this might have been the first concert I ever went to. Uh, like besides like you know like mom taking me to see fucking Mortal Kombat on ice or some shit, but like my uh, <laughs> um, he was coming to Saginaw Valley. And like that's where like my brother went, and then like uh, me and then some of my friends from uh, school had all planned to go up there to the concert and shit. And um, a girl that my brother was dating worked in like I guess you call it, like student engagement, student affairs, like to where like she she was uh, kind of like the proxy for uh, like any any talent coming into like the uh, venue and shit that like Saginaw Valley had. So we all go to the venue, and like we're all looking forward to fucking little Christians of people who like. That we never heard of from Saginaw or some shit like that. Like, of course, like Ludacris, like was gonna be the headliner. So we go to the concert, and then all these terrible ass fucking uh people I never heard of uh, get on stage. This one dude was a rapper, but like, but like he was like uh a like Satan rapper, like like he had a song called "Sell Your Soul to the Devil." I'm like, what the fuck is this shit, man? This is a rapper. This ain't no fucking heavy metal, fucking. But but he was a rapper, but he was like a, a satanic rapper, and, and it was crazy. Then it was super hot in that bitch, and like I passed out for a second. It was so hot in there, and then like Little Chris <laughs> finally came on. He claimed that, like somebody on his team forgot to bring his CD, so he could only do like two or three songs. Then. So everybody is super fucking disappointed up in there. And then like uh we come to find out from like the chick from the chick that my brother was dating that Ludacris was there that whole time. 
But he just chose to lie on his people and only do two or three songs based on the amount that they paid him. So he had all the shit that he needed to be there to perform his full set that probably would have been like, I would say probably 45 minutes to an hour. And like he yeah. did three songs. So ever since then, I was like, fuck Little Chris, because you lied on your people and like you just got all the, I'm, I'm sure how much he got paid, but he got paid a certain amount of money, act like he was late and like he couldn't get his uh, CD <laughs> because like he was too lazy to perform in Saginaw, Michigan or, or or like thought he was too good. So ever since then, and, and then I say that hot ass catcher and then pass off for a second too. <laughs> trying to see his bitch ass. So since then it's been fuck ludicrous. Oh man. Somebody's playing with late, man. You a straight liar, bro. <laughs> bitch ass. <laughs> anyway, um, let's see. Uh let's pull up my list here. I ain't gonna lie, though. If it was that damn high, I'd be like, yo, the party motherfucker. If it was high, I'd be about to pass out, G. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even recall passing out, <laughs> but people talk about passing like because uh it was um one of the people that because it's been so long ago and like now uh, like we're getting old to the point where all the, all like the fucking detail like don't line up anymore because it, I was eighteen and and, and and like I'll be thirty seven next week as we yeah. record this and uh but I think at some point I had kind of went off on my own away from the people I came with. And then, like, one of the people that we w- w- were with saw me pass out. And then this other guy I knew from my job saw me pass out, too. And, and like, they both helped me up. And, like, it... So it was obviously for a quick little second, but I don't recall all of the details prior to or afterwards. But I, I definitely remember it so hot in that bitch, I passed out. But granted, this is the early 2000s. I had, a, like, probably a fucking old dog, a big-ass... Two or three big ass t shirts, <laughs> like in the thick ones too, like from the corner stores and shit. So, and then probably uh, like some uh, uh, some baggy ass jeans on, of course. And and it was like, it was uh, like around this time of year. It was like the very beginning of the school year, so it was so hot outside, and like in the fuck, and, and, and the venue was packed, packed, like wall to wall, like Chris Brown said. <laughs> so, so uh, it was definitely hot in that bitch. Yeah, so it got to that point, and that's all before he came on. Cause now, now it's kind of coming back to me, bro. So I feel like <laughs> the doors open at seven, the show started at eight, and he was supposed to come on at like nine. So he didn't get on to probably like nine forty-five or some shit, and then like he was done by ten. Cause like I think you had to leave that venue by ten o'clock, something crazy like that. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, and he was there that whole time, just in the back, chilling, chilling. And then, like, as a matter of fact, uh, I saw something online of him at some venue talking about, uh, like, they gave him, like, uh, like, uh, uh, like the wrong draws, like, on his, like, his writer. I'm like, man, I don't want to see fuck Ludacris at backstage no concert. I get flashbacks. Trauma. It triggers me. <laughs> So fuck with Chris. If I ever see him in person under any capacity, I'm gonna say fuck him to his face. Because like, like, like you're only like five foot two anyway. So like I'm I'm like a foot taller than this motherfucker anyway. <laughs> but um also though, I think that he was able to get so many good beats on his first album because he kind of had a cheat code being that he he was uh, like a, a popular radio host in Atlanta yeah, too. Studio. Yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. So like he had like the the studio access, he had like the uh, inside people from the industry that probably came on the show, like a show a lot. So yeah, so like he had a, uh, he had it fucking made 
pretty early on. Uh, yeah, but um, that's all I got to say about Luda, bitch. Uh, but let's see here. So, <laughs> the first person that I'll bring up is one who I think probably isn't on your list. I feel like, based on my list here, bro, I feel like our next four might be the same. Well, like, after this one that I'm going to name now, I feel like your last four and, and my last four are probably going to be the same or close to it. Although mm-hmm. I think there might be one different person on here. But I know I almost guarantee that two or three of ours are going to be the same. But one I think probably isn't on your list is a person who came out about that same time like when I was in college. And he was a, a breath of fresh air when it comes like to rap because he wasn't rapping about the same shit. He wasn't really trying to be hard. He, so he had a different perspective. And um, his catalog is, is during the beginning of the mixtape era, uh, era, E-E-R-A, not E-R-R-O-R. Um, but, uh, and he is, I think at this point, it's a fact. The rapper who, although some say he isn't fully rapped, but we'll say the urban artist, quote unquote, who's had the longest consistent run, who, in my opinion, he's just fallen off his last two or three. But he's had the longest run of any urban artist that I can think of, because I don't count Michael Jackson, because Michael Jackson's pop. And like this dude, you know, he might be he's he's never been pop. He's been a little R&B-ish, but he's never been pop pop. And um, so like in college, came out like with a mixtape and then like he was part of a group ensemble that also had some hits too and then his first album came out which was in back then when it came out i thought it was hot no no i wanted it to be hot but it was trash and retrospect then his second album came out and then it was banger after banger after banger after banger after banger after banger, after banger. then it kind of went down but anyway the person i'm talking about as you probably guessed is drake okay okay because in terms of his fucking catalog, in terms of like going to a concert, he can have a whole two, three hour set and not pick out half his catalog and still have a cold ass concert. And he can pick a different part of yeah. his catalog, have another two or three hour set and still fucking kill it. And people will not be disappointed because now I'm so old I'm to the fact that I I got a, a, a co-worker who's 10 years my a junior. We were talking about music and shit, and he forgot about Drake's first, like the first Drake album that he remembers is uh Views. Like, bro, he had way, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, like he had way, way, way more shit before Views. The same way, and this person is on my list, but he could have been. The same way that a lot of people forget that Wayne had albums before the Carter One. They think Carter One is Wayne's first album, and it missed a lot of good Wayne by just looking oh, like. Wow. Carter one on, but yeah, he thought the views like was his first album. Like, bro, like you, like you, like you miss fuck every girl in the world. You miss fucking take a shot for me. You miss fucking uh headlines. You miss fucking find your loving. You miss fucking you the fucking bass. You miss fucking Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. You miss fucking take mm-hmm. the night off. Cause my, cause still to this day, my favorite Drake project, even though uh, it's not fully rap, but my favorite Drake. Project is the very first one still. Uh, fucking uh, so far gone, cause it yeah. had a yeah different sound of anything else that came out at that time. Although people say it ain't it, it ain't hard enough, but me being like an R and B thug, like people should call me that today, I didn't mind like the R and B elements to it. And then he said R and B thug. 
Ally R. Kelly. <laughs> my TP2. <laughs> track track, track number three on yeah. the TP2, right? Was it? Yeah, because it was uh, the intro. No, like that might have been track yeah, number two. two. Yep, track yep. Number two. Intro and. Uh, yeah, I just listened to it the other day. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I still rock my cat. I don't give a fuck what nobody said. It was TP2.com, followed by R&B Thug. Yep, 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 yep. That's the Iron B Thug, baby. Anyway, um, and then me saying that, I even forgot the one that came out before So Far Gone. Because he had, like, another one called um, uh, Comeback Season. And Comeback yep. Season had Replacement Girl with Trey Song, which, which is a, a good-ass song, too. It, it, uh, like, especially for how old we were at that time, it is a really good-ass song. Which is also the first time that uh, Rick took a shot at uh, at Jay Z because, like, on the end of the song, he was like, and like, this ain't like a, a real shot, but like he said, but like he he brought Jay up because he was like, since uh, Jay and Kells ain't doing their things, uh, I guess me and a song gonna be the replacements. This one is for you, yeah, you know who you are. Yeah. Anyway, told so. Like, I think I, I, for me, and I'm not even, like, I didn't do my research as good as you did, but, but I, I, I'm saying I didn't do any research at all, I, so I can't tell you all the Drake's projects <laughs> back, to, back, back to back to back to back to back, but I'm pretty certain that uh, Comeback Season came out in, like, 2007 or eight, and Drake has been bubbling or hot until, in my opinion... Uh, fucking certified lover boy. That was 2021, maybe. Certified lover boy. Yes. Yes. Someone, you're right. You're right. Now, April, April, um, yeah, April, March, something. It was like right around the spring. Something like that. Yep. Because he was supposed to come out in 2020, but because of the pandemic, and then he had fucked up his leg and shit, like he pushed his shit back. Cause uh, because uh, that's why he put all that fucking uh, fuck Tusi slide and, and put that on like mm-hmm. that little mixtape he put out, and then like the single from uh, fuck Certified Lover Boy was supposed to be the song with uh him and Dirk, which was a good song. That's the time I last time I like I just don't know now, baby. However, in my opinion. And people can go back uh, on our feed and, and read our, I mean, and listen to our uh, discussion about CLB from sometime in 2021. Anyway, but um, to me, since then, he's kind of fallen off because I didn't like that. I didn't like the one with him and uh, fucking 21 Savage. I didn't like that other weird album he put out since then. But people out there, he's still bubbling in like the fucking lexicon of fucking music lovers in general. I think right now, the top two artists, well, top three artists out in all of music right now are him, Taylor Swift, and Beyonce. Yeah. Like, those are they, people. Those are the main ones right now that's, like, literally sell out crowds. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, even, like, I check my Instagram, and that's all I've been hearing. Drake, yep. Drake Taylor Swift, Beyonce. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And um, on every album that he's put out, he's had at least one single that took over the world for like at least like a month. Mm-hmm. And um, 
And then like he'll he'll put an album out, then he'll put out like a mixtape. Cause I think that a lot of people would also say that his best project overall that he's ever put out was the one that he had a lot of help, quote unquote, from uh Quentin Miller. Uh if you're if you're reading this, it's too late. Cause that motherfucking from start to finish was a fucking banger. Track after track after track after track was bangers, banger, banger. Mm-hmm. And then he put out shit with future. Banger after yeah. banger. Although you can tell that that album was recorded in like two days, but it still had banger after banger after banger. Like it had no substance. <laughs> two days. I know. It was all junk food. That jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man, jump. <laughs> hey, shit, bro. All, shit, uh, back when that came out, uh, my boy broke that shit down. He's like, okay, so the uh, lyrics are jump man, 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 jump man. Jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man, jump. Woo! These boys up to something. Jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man. Yeah. Bars. <laughs> and uh, then, then like in terms of like guest features, so he isn't as known for his guest features as say like a a J Cole is, but he does. But he was so he's kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum from J. Cole in regards to having uh, good features. J. Cole is known for coming on people's song and killing them on their own shit, whereas Drake is known for taking people who aren't that popular and giving them what they've called the Drake stimulus package. Yeah. <laughs> so he'll take a song that's kind of bubbling that, that he heard from somewhere, he'll hop on it and then make, oh, like, bring it to like the old world. Like, so... Some examples being um, Tuesday by iHeart uh, McConan, like, uh, like whatever the fucking dude's name is. Uh, he, he done it with Party Next Door. He done it with uh, that that song like it had that weird dance, Block Boy JV or some shit like that. That uh, fuck Look Alive, I think it was called. Uh, look Alive, Look Alive, something like that. Something and like then. That. His biggest symbols package, and then last this group for about five or six years, uh, are the Migos. Because uh, the Migos was bubbling, but until Drake hopped on that uh, fucking uh, Versace, it took them to the masses at that point. And like that, that that's and they took that rocket and then went to the fucking stratosphere. But a lot of people say that. That Migos wouldn't be as popular as they are now, or they were, if not for that uh, cosign from Drake. So Drake has helped himself and others, and and then people also said that Drake is like a vampire, to where he'll suck off them high artists, uh, their uh, swag and their juice for a while, and it keeps them going. And it, that might be the case as well, because again, 2007 to some people say current. Well, I guess I have to say currently, because like I just said a moment ago, he's in the top three artists right now that everybody talks about. Who else has had a run that long? Even Taylor Swift started, well, like, I, I guess around that same time. But the biggest difference with, and Beyonce, I guess, I guess she's been hot since, like, the 90s, like, late 90s. And she ain't fell off. Thank you. So, I guess Beyonce is the, is but the she only person. she solo. She Good point. solo. Until 2003. So, like, that was, yeah, because that was, like, 2000. Uh, yeah, because that was, like, in between senior year and, like, when you went to Navy. And I like when I went to uh, uh, Delta because I remember tangent that only you and I will uh, get the chick that you hooked me up with senior year that I went to prime with. 
she was kind of falling in love with me towards like in that summertime. I remember she uh, played that Beyonce shit and she played that fucking the title track. And it, I'm like, oh, this chick is falling in love with me. I got to get the fuck up out of here. So, uh, <laughs> so like, I, I, I recall that. Uh, so, yeah. So, and then, but Drake is still primarily a rapper. So I still put him in a rapper category, although he is like a R&B shits too. But I think he still primarily is a rapper. So I can't think of any other rapper who has had as longest run as he's had without falling off tremendously. Because although I don't fuck with him as hard after like he put out two or three albums that I didn't like, overall he still isn't that he's he's still in the conversation of being like the hottest artist out when that's very difficult these days because there's so much music out there and it's all over the internet and it's not like it's hard to I think it's hard for any artist like to get hot anymore because it's just so much out there but he's still at the top of, of like most people lists yeah. So uh, that's all I got to say about Drake. Uh, anything to add? Um, Drake catalog. I I agree with you. I agree with you. As far as to me, his best album to me mm-hmm. is and to be honest with you, this is like really like Romy was the. Uh, Take care. Take care was okay. the best one to me. Yeah. Out of all his albums, I mean, I really like the first one. I like the mixtape. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. That one just kind of. I don't know. That one's like because he had yeah, motto. Hell yeah, fucking right. Practice. Uh, one song with the weekend. Love it the girl. Love it the girl. Love it the girl. Okay. Sorry to interrupt, yeah, but like, let's talk about that for a second. That song was ahead of its time because when I first oh, heard that song, yeah, like, what yeah, the yeah. fuck is this? But I like it. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And then like weekend was like it, it, it was like a two minutes of the weekend, and then Drake finally hopped on. Like I like it, like I was like, is this like on the wrong album? Why is this other thing with yeah, weird voice yeah. here for so long? Well, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, you were saying. And then Marvin's room was on there too. Like, I'll tell you, that, that shit. Game changer. <laughs> what other song about Haiti was that popular? Because, cause, cause we came from a generation where you, you you never hate on like another nigga before, but Drake said, fuck it. He hated all hard on the whole song. Yes, yep, totally agree. That's, That's a good point. Thank you, man. But yeah, I, I get, but yeah, I give it to Drake on that one though. Let's get this catalog is it, man. I'm looking forward to this album on the twenty third. Yeah, okay. If it come out, this hopefully, time. hopefully, <laughs> if it come out this. Because he needed something to give. He, he gonna, I'm, I'm everybody anticipating that album. Because mm-hmm. I don't think ain't nobody gonna drop until after he get his shit out of the way. Then they go wait. They go wait. Did drop it? They was take away for their numbers. They don't like, be and <laughs> that what you just said proves my point of how popular <laughs> this man is and how and how massive uh, 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 like his catalog game is. And then like I said too, the fact that he can just pick certain shit from certain eras of his career and do a whole conscious off that shit and people mm-hmm. gonna be happy. Like that that's that's a catalog for your ass. Like and then so, so sorry about uh, let me going back into this. A lot of artists who are touring, even like say Nelly, right? Like like 
he still tours heavy in like smaller venues and a lot of country venues too. But Nelly can't do album cuts. He's doing singles. Drake yeah. is doing album cuts. So that says a lot too. Because uh, most artists, I feel like when they're touring, will stick to singles. But if you could do album cuts, have people, uh, people are like in the audience knowing line for line, word for word. That's a catalog. Mm-hmm. That is a catalog for your ass. A damn show. Right about that one. Because like if Nelly did uh see, I can't even name a Nelly non-sequel because I personally have, have never heard a, a Fognelli album because I think I heard Suit or Sweat, one of them two. But yeah, I can do it. I I like the Nelly this is his first album. First album, yeah. first album. That's the one he went diamond on. Yep, and I kind of want to go back and I'll fucking listen to it because yeah, because uh, I guess back in them days, bro, uh, me having like the money, like being like a teenager, like to buy like an album was kind of limited. So like, yeah, I, I ain't gonna spend my money on Nelly, but like, he was good though. But anyway, uh, who is your next pick for uh, the best catalog and hip hop genre? Uh, my next one is uh, I'm gonna go back to um, back when I was in the back when we was in fourth grade, third, fourth mm, grade. Damn, I don't know who you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm digging in the crates on this one. Shit. And, and, yeah, and hear me out on this one. It, uh-huh. It's it, it's really it's almost on some gay stuff like what you were talking about earlier. Uh, when you heard this song and it starts off like this, me and you, your mama and your cousin too, mm-hmm. and everybody was singing this song. Everybody was rapping this song. I mean, my cousin, she come from what, North Carolina or something. I'm like, damn, why is everybody singing this song? Who, who made that? Group called Outcast, dude. Mm-hmm. And they came out with, it. it it's they came out, they had a soulful, it's like a soulful rap album. Yes. Literally. I guess that's the best way to kind of describe them because their music was not, yes, they had cuts that was banging like bass and triple and all that, but then some of the songs were just so creative on a soulful level when you hear the beat and it was just different just it's a whole different vibe. They sound is like they, they sound can't get replicated. People can replicate to some degree, but they can't really replicate what they what they had as a duo together. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite, my favorite Outcast album is well, be honest with you, my favorite. Well, it was the Quinlan. No, well the. Let me go. Let me. I'm gonna go forward. They do an album, uh, Speaker Box from Love Below, which, you know, Platinum Diamond album. I'm sorry. Uh, Andre 3000 side, of course, is way better than Big Boy side. Big Boy side is okay, it's good. Mm-hmm. But Andre 3000 was whole next level. It's almost kind of like you getting high, but you ain't getting high when he was <laughs> yeah. music. I'll be honest. Man. 
That's the perfect way to put it, man. That's the perfect <laughs> way to put it. I mean, man, from uh, from the prototype to Valentine mm-hmm. to, I mean, it's it just the banger at the banger on there, man. I, um, but basically, but I would say this: Freak I Love You Though. That, that those, that's one of mine, and the next one I would have to put is AT Aliens. AT Aliens. That's the second one. It's the second one, yep. A lot of folks I know like love this, this, this damn album. And I think the rate, the reason why is because of uh uh what's it called? Uh Elevators, which is mm, me and mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. cousin too. Uh mine's I love is Jazabel. And Jazz yeah, Jazabel. And again, that day was one of them uh that's one of those songs that to me is so cold. Lil Wayne produced one when he said "Pussy Money We." That was that 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 song that beat was literally Jazzabelle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, uh, which one was uh the art of storytelling on with uh Slick Rick? What uh which album was that? That one was uh that was. I think it was like I think it was ATL like we was young when that one came out. It's like it that now. It's like that now. Don't get the hump up off your back now. I think it was ATL, man. Because that was before uh, Miss Jackson. Quick. Yeah, cause like that was. Quick. Yeah, because that was uh, before Miss Jackson. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, I forgot all about all about Outcast as, as as like looking that up. But yeah, but yeah, I, I can't argue that at all. Nah, actually, no, nah, it wasn't on that. It wasn't on that one. It might have been on Quip now. Damn, the first one? Because nah. Equipment is the first one, right? Then it's ATL nah. right? Nah, Equipment is the third one. The first one is Southern Playalistic. Oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that shit would be bumping. That's the bumping trunk and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Equipment is, yes, that's the one with our storytelling. And that that's also got another banger on it that I love as well. That that one got Rosa Parks too. Okay, okay. And it got equipment, Yeah, the actual song to the the thing. But and another one I like is uh Spotty Spotty Yodi Doublelicious. That song was he said Spotty Yodi Doublelicious Angel, and he just talking about his female, and they just. They just talking. They just talking about the female and how she looked. This that third yeah, man, big boy. Uh, I would say on this one, Andre do his thing. But to me, big boy really do his thing on this song. I will. I, I gotta give big boy credit on that one. Like, he he came with it. And of course, uh, Stankonia. I know a lot of people. Uh, I ain't gonna say a lot of people. This generation might not know nothing about that. Well, they might. But that's the one with nah. so fresh and so. So fresh and so clean. Yep. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Mm-hmm. And that was Bob like what Boy. ninth grade? And like ninth grade, right? Ninth, ninth grade. Yeah. Wait, wait. Uh, Bob. Wait, wait. Okay, okay. Wait, hold on. So Bob's little bag that was on that one, but I thought okay, but ain't ain't Bob's little bag that and and fuck Rosa Parks the same song. No, 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 no. How did Rosa Parks go? 
Rosa Parks go, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody, yeah. what's that for? Everybody yeah. move to the... Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the bounce yeah, go back. they had some hits. Don't you put a thing out about them. Because that shit came mm-hmm. over. Woo! Bounce yeah. of a bag, I'm like, what the fuck? I like it, but what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Believe it or not, we was actually dropping bombs over bad day. I was playing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was rocking to that shit too, boy. That shit was hidden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I, mean, I always say, I told myself, I was like, if Andre can get back to, uh, if, if Andre could quit apologizing on fucking tongues to, <laughs> 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 to fucking, uh, the big boy and shit, or his fans and all that shit, actually say, hey, we're going to do a tour. Man, they'll sell out a motherfucker goddamn arena. Everybody in their mama come listen to them. Like, yes. That's why I understand. I'm like, man, because I was like, I know y'all pay, y'all got money, is that third, the big boy, what he be doing, he just be with his, his son, his grandkids. That's all he all about now. It's like, you're like a grandpa, like a happy grandpa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, what? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. Oh, but the, thing, the only thing about three stacks is we know he still can rap. He, he still. He, can he? You know. Oh, you hate. We ain't heard him in a minute, bro. Actually, no. I heard him on. Um, he on not uh, What's the name song? What? Uh, Killer Mike. Yeah. He, yeah, but he wasn't good on that song. I, in, well, he started, in my humble good. opinion. Yeah, so he got a little something, you know what I'm saying? He didn't give you that sophisticated in depth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to take over your whole, your whole song. (laughs) It was the worst verse I've ever heard. I I mean, it was a good verse if anybody else made it, but for him, it's it's the worst verse I've ever heard. Yeah. Which is why I think, because people are saying, and I think, I think, I think the Killer Mike said this too, that Dre is thinking about putting an album out. Don't do it, Andre. At this point, it's never going to be as good as people thought it could have been 20 years ago at this point. Just put out a greatest album with a, a, a big boy and maybe the two or three new songs. But don't yeah, do a whole said, album. He said it, but I think it was clock because then he went on it because the shit was going viral. Like everybody kept bugging about it every time he did interview. Mm-hmm. And he didn't think that was going to do it, but he said he was. He just made it up in a way. That was, he said, nah, he ain't doing it. Because everybody was like, yeah. oh, when the album come out, when the album come out. They were bugging the hell out of him. I was like, dude, he didn't think he was going to take a win like that. It was like, hell yeah, because everybody want to hear from him, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm with you. Go on the high road. Don't, yep. go, don't, 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 don't bring out nothing out the crate. No, 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 not the crate, but don't bring out nothing new. If you got something in the crate, then you be like, yeah, yes. you know what? I'm going to sprinkle this a little bit. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yep. That's fine. Don't, don't bring out nothing new unless you're going to come with it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, I really put my man to go on the high note, man. Exactly, because this now if it was ten years ago, maybe like he could have came out and flopped and all, and like wouldn't have been as bad. But now that it's been twenty years. At this point, yeah. your fucking legend is so great. Do not fuck up your legacy by putting out an album that could be subpar. Cause I still be thinking about uh. I'm ready to go. Because, you know, he killed it on that shit. Huh? <laughs> huh? Oh, that's that, uh, that's that, uh, that John Legend. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to go right now. Right now. Yeah, he was bumping that shit. Mm-hmm. That shit. And then he killed it all that way. <laughs> he did. He did. He did. You're right. 100%.
Yeah. But yeah, that, that, that's my second one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, like I said, I, I, I don't know how because I mean, well, I know how because uh, although like, we planned this episode out months ago, I didn't start to come my list until like last night, late last night, and I completely overlooked Outcast. That, honestly speaking, I don't think. In terms of quality, in terms of changing the game, in terms of variety from the same artists, anybody else on either of our lists is gonna be better than this one. It's no particular order, but I would, I would gather that Outcast is the top. Now, yeah. you may not have yeah. hits that people at a concert would know word from word from word in like a big stadium, but like if it's like a nice little show of like real fans, yeah, bro, because they change the game, bro, time and time again. Yeah, time man. and time I mean, again. They open the door for a lot of South rappers, too. Yep. I mean, a lot. Like, they the South like, got something to say. Yeah, like, either, like, they, like, uh, like, Killer Mike said, of course, they open the door for him. T.I. said the same shit, because he said when he did that whole you know, I'm the king of the South. He had to ask around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he said he went to the main people who he looked up to. One of them was Pimp C. The mm-hmm. other one, the other one was Big Boy. I forgot who the other dude was. It, 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 Big Boy and probably I, Scarface. Uh, and I say, and I, yeah, Scarface. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And he said he talked to them, but he said the only one that really everybody didn't give a fuck, but. The only one that said something was just like, it was Big Boy. Big Boy was like, hey, man, you know, if you say this shit, he's going to put a target on your back, right? <laughs> he said, I know. He was like, I know. But uh, he said, do you But you don't care, dude. He was like, no, I don't care. I'm just like, you know. <laughs> 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 but yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, it opened doors for folks like that, man. Like, straight up. And, and you know what, thing? Every time when I think about the South, from Bumby Pimsy, Mm-hmm. Uh, A ball and JG, mm-hmm. uh, Alcaz on him. Like, I when I think about on him, Scarface, I just be like, damn, they was, whew, they was, they was, time, but they was on time. Yep, <laughs> yep. all and, that energy that was rolling up, like, man. And that's why, uh, I think, I think that we said this on the podcast before. If not, we definitely had this conversation like to ourselves. Uh, the benefit of us growing up in Saginaw is that we had a lot of family members from down south because people in the audience who may not know, let me just break that down, like the history lesson, why that is. So in the 1940s to the 1960s, a lot, like Jim Crow down south, it got real fucking bad. So a lot of families broke off from, um, some half of the family stayed down south, the other half of the families were going to Detroit because of like the plants. Then like yeah. when those plant got full, they went to Flint. Then when Flint got full, they came to Saginaw. So eighty uh, percent of the black families in Saginaw, Flint, and Detroit got family members down south. So in the summertime, those family members would either come down here or we would go down there. And then what got exchanged with like the younger cousins was music. That's why people in Saginaw. People might be from here who are listening. We always been up on down south shit before the whole world got onto it. Cause like I remember back in like the early nineties, here fucking ice cream man, by a fucking Master P, and not because it came on the radio, because people around me was playing it from their family member, family members from down south. Oh, so, yeah. be, so because of that, we always gonna have that connection to down south music. That's why uh, when it comes like to, to to my favorite genres of rap. 
like subgenre is always gonna be as Pimp C named it country rap tunes. Cause like they had it, cause I've always been an RB thug, so RB fan. And like they had that soul, that soulful rap. So that that's that's something about about down south music that's always been better to me than this boom bap shit from fucking New York that had their pant leg rolled up. But like New York, <laughs> all the rap stars there is my least favorite city of hip hop overall by far. I can only name a handful of people from New York that I really like. And then, like you say, arrogance too. But down south shit, to me, it sounds so much fucking better. Anyway, that's a tangent that explains why we know so much about down south rap and being that we aren't from, and we're from the exact opposite of down south. So, yeah. But I broke it down from a history standpoint too. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, uh, let me see. So my next one is going to be got my list right here. Let me see. This one probably is on your list, but um, it's Jay Z. Like Jay Z has been around since the '96, '97, and he was putting out albums to like at least 2017 or 18. So he had a good '96. Yeah. The 20 years of albums that never really he never really fell off and like he's had several peaks too. So like he'll he'll come out kind of slow and had like some underground heat like the real hip hop fans love and then he came out with fucking big pimping took over the world. I, I remember watching Jim Carrey. He was on Jay Leno promoting some shit, some movie, probably fucking me and myself and I ring. And like he was on that motherfucker singing Big Pimpin', and Jay Leno had no idea what he was talking about. It was the most hilarious thing in the world to me, because I'm a kid who like rap music. Saw so Jay Leno, this white dude, had no idea what Jim Carrey was talking about, and Jim Carrey was into that shit too. Like Big Pimpin', fan the cheese, Big But it makes sense, cause like Jim Carrey, he fuck with black people, cause like he didn't put them on back on a fucking. It, in Limit Color. And, like, this is not that far out from uh that era. So, like, Jim Carrey is, like, one of those dudes who always got, like, a, always got, like, a black pass, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Jim Carrey just, I look at he just, like, uh, he, uh, he just rocked with black folks. Look at that way. Yep. Because <laughs> I, yep. I know from the Limit Color, all right, man. Being like on stage with fucking G-Unit. <laughs> yeah. But that's another dude to me that I swear he got his own sidebar. He got his mm-hmm. own uh, comedian, like his whole comedian like strategy. Like, his is not like stand-up comedy, but if you get him a sketch in a TV, TV show sketch or whatever, that motherfucker will have you dying laughing. Yep. Some of the shit, some of the shit now, if you was, <laughs> if you play that shit now, some people would get offended. <laughs> Absolutely, yep. And uh, he'd be a little bit over the top for me sometimes, but overall, he get my respect. I mean, yeah, like from Liar Liar, if you, if you play Ace Ventura, he really get motherfuckers offended. <laughs> that first one, especially. That's <laughs> just that first one. The first one. <laughs> And that shit was hilarious. That twist ending. That motherfucker <laughs> yeah. got a twist ending for your ass. <laughs> that shit was crazy. And then, okay, yeah. So to uh, 
continue the sidebar like on Jim Carrey because I think I think I think the Jim Carrey like was the first actor who had three number one movies in the same year. Some it was some crazy. Was like like, Ace Ventura, I think Dumb and Dumber. It was after the mask. So uh, like what else would it have been? It was like yeah. Something crazy like that, like in a 12-month time span, he had three number one movies and like made out a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And then like I think he had like some kind of mental issue. So like, he had like a like uh like take a step back when if you that funny like and like doing all them characters, so something's gonna get wrong with you eventually. Or like in my yeah. mind anyway, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, but anyway, so uh uh, like Jay had that little peak then, and then uh, he had um, Hard Knock Life. Like th- that's when he like he had a lot of fucking a play play. I think he was he's one of the first motherfucker who did a popular song, a rap song, and fucking uh, like what's the term uh, for it? He uh, he juxtaposed the the struggle in the hood versus the struggles of his little white girl and that little orphan in perfectly, yeah. perfectly. Uh, then like he uh he kept coming out with hit after hit after hit after hit, but then as you as you and I both know, he was bubbling that whole time. But what changed the world, what changed his career forever, thanks to Kanye West, is Ace of the Izzo. And I uh, like the blueprint. Yeah. Because when that that's shit came out like, and uh, that's I switched it up for him. That's what you up for him all the way. That's the first. Jay-Z album that everybody was talking about, black, white, whatever. That's the first album that everybody was on Jay-Z shit. That's when he took over the rap gang for sure. And the crazy thing is, it came out on, on September 11th. Exactly. <laughs> That's my next point I was going to make. It came out on September 11th and still killed. And then, and then, I think that's the first album that I can recall that went off so, uh, so like, if y'all like in the car riding to that shit, like this before, like you could see like how long a song was. The uh, fucking album going off, like y'all just in the car talking. Then that shit come back over two more songs. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of anybody else before him that did that. And it was two good songs too. Cause I think uh, uh, like came back on with uh, fucking Breathe Easy, and then uh, like the Girls 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 remix, I believe, right? Yep. And that shit was crazy. Two of the best songs on there. You had to wait. And it, it, it was like at least a three-minute gap, I feel three. like, too. Yeah. It was, it was a minute. And then, and that was so cold and so smart, because that became an urban legend at that point, because not everybody knew that that happened. It was like a post-credit scene, like, like Marvel copied off of him. <laughs> Marvel copied off of Jay-Z. Because, uh, I don't know if you told me about that first or either you told me about it or me or I was in the car with Lawrence. I stumbled upon it. It was just, it was one of them times where I just played, uh, played the last track and then I thought it was going to cut off and then it kept going and I was like, huh? And it was just like, went to breathe easy and all that. Then went into girls, 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 the remix, right? And that one was, damn, that was, that one was pretty good. At first, I was like, damn, maybe he should have, he should have, like, he should have came out with another version of this, with this version, after yeah. the fact. And then he would have yep. made more money, but. Those young girls out until I find the one for me. 
special. I know on one of his interviews, uh, he said somebody asked him, "What's it, what's it your best album?" And of all time, and of course, he's gonna say the first one. That that was his baby. That's his first. His first first album. A lot of people were like, "Yo, it was dear to me." Da, 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 da. I put some energy. Yeah, I get it. And to me, it, it was a good album. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was a good album, but. He, but then he also says the blueprint was different. And, then, and he was just like, so he would just put both of them at the same tier, but he just said the blueprint was just, he was like, and a lot of my fans rock with the blueprint like more than anything. Like he was right. saying, because he was like, it was a whole different sound and everything. Yep. So, Changed the game. Yeah. Then everybody, yeah, it, it really did. It really did. <laughs> because. Until a few years ago, I never heard any Jay Z album before the Blueprint. Like I would hear the singles on on on, on BET and shit or uh, on um, MTV, but in terms of a- actually liking it enough to buy it, it wasn't until like the fuck up, that first Blueprint. Now, cause he got uh, the one second one, not hard, not hard, not life one, but uh, I think it's the one before. Hard not life is volume three, I believe. It was the one. It was the one before that one. It might be uh, Life and Times. One. Yeah, that now that shit right there. He 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 say he didn't like it because at that time frame, it was uh you know how P Diddy had that fight take that 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 you know y'all jumping around right. um, y'all look good and all that shit that vibe like I yeah it was, I want to say pretty boy vibe but it was like the rap it was. It was on that level of pretty boy. The rap, just, SS, excess, yeah, era. Yeah. And that's what Jay-Z ended up going that direction, mm-hmm. probably from somebody. And that's because I remember him talking about he, he's like, he didn't like that. And then yep. he had to go back to his roots with Hard Night Life and all yep. that. Because it was just kind of like, because uh, you're trying to follow his trend. But that's what exactly. they had going on. You know what I'm saying? Hell, even the Lockers, the Lockers didn't even like that shit. But B.D. Mm-hmm. was like, hey, man. This is what's going, on, man. We got it. Tiny shoot suit era. Yeah, and I mean, it, it rocked on, you know what I'm saying? But but yet again, it did switch back to that 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 hard nose shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was done that way, so which was and good. So the same thing happened after like after like after like the blueprint one, because if you have an album that's a masterpiece like that, it's very hard to have a follow-up. So he decided to do like a double disc and it was not nearly as successful financially or creatively as, as, like, as like the Blueprint one. It had some good songs on it, but I, I would say out of both of them, bro, I probably like maybe six songs combined. It was a yes. big departure. It was a big departure. But since then, he ain't had like no bad albums. No. I can recall. Yeah. His albums yeah. ain't been as good but he, Blueprint Two was his last bad album, and um, he kept it up. Uh, he had um, he tried like a couple of different stunts because like remember about ten years ago, like when he put out um, uh, Magnum Carter, and like he had to like buy a Samsung phone to get it. Mm-hmm. He tried That's to like almost, he platinum. Yep, he yep, did a whole bunch of stuff to go platinum, like to manipulate the system. He did it, yep. man. And then some people tried to do it. I think Nikki, she tried to do that shit. She still went platinum though, but I think she tried to do some shit like that to yep. like manipulate the numbers because there's a ways to do it. Travis Scott did it too. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, uh, uh, quick sidebar, quick, quick sidebar, real yep. quick. Um, I was, it was a clip on Drink Champs where ASAP Rocky said that Travis Scott, he had said like that, but he said he stole his sound. Basically, he used sound, and then I started to think for a minute because ASAP been he been out way before Travis Scott. Yep. Yep. But what he was saying is. They sound, and now I started thinking about it, and I started looking back. I go to Travis Scott, I mean, ASAP first album. And then I started thinking, I said, you know what? Yo, I think he might be on it. So, like, he might be hitting this shit, like, right on the nose. But he didn't take no offense to it, because he was like, look, man, go get your money. That's why I, that's why ASAP, he was like, man, get your money. But I, I'm telling you, though, but if you listen to him, and you listen to my shit, you just be like, damn, it, it almost sounds identical. It sounds like, uh, and I started thinking about it, because on ASAP, you know, uh, you know how on Chuck Tyler, he was like, it's it. Yeah, that in the back yeah. of his little ad-lib shit. Yep. ASAP was doing that shit back, fucking back then. Like, he was saying that with his, and then yeah. the beat switching up. Like, now like, you say that, shit. yep. And, just and like, um, holy shit, to the point I was just like, damn, this dude might have something here. Purple like, Swag I, is a prime example of that. Yes, like, yes. Purple Swag could sound like a, uh, could be like a Travis Scott song. However, I agree, but if ASAP didn't get trash, that wouldn't have given Travis Scott a chance to fucking take his lane. Big, big, big facts. <laughs> That's ASAP for it. Like, ASAP, you fucked up. I don't know what happened, but, like, ASAP was hot for, like, one summer. <laughs> he just got trapped. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know if it's us or if it was him. But something just, something like to stop clicking. And then ASAP car, ASAP started opening up his mouth saying stupid shit. And so now I'll never fuck him again. I don't care if he is fucking Rihanna. Yeah, but Travis Scott took his lane because ASAP lost the lane first. ASAP took took the wrong exit and fucking Travis Scott got on. <laughs> yeah, but like that is a good point. Also, like another sidebar, like while while we're on uh drink champ drink champ sidebars, and then we'll get back to uh the uh combo. Did I send you that that um that clip on IG of of a Pharrell talking about uh, Michael Jackson? Mm, no, I don't think I've seen that one. Okay. That means they're probably like 2 o'clock in the morning or like 4 o'clock in the morning. I was like, yeah, like a little bit too early, like Sam. Uh, um, so, Pharrell said that most of the shit he did early on for Justin Timberlake, he had originally did for Michael Jackson. Which I makes think sense. I heard that, yeah. Okay. I, I, because yeah, yeah. Uh, like especially on that song, Don't be so quick to walk away. That's like a Michael Jackson song. Yeah. But he said that uh Michael Jackson people got back to him, like, man, what the fuck is this shit? Like we don't want that we're like we don't want that that shit. Like, we want that fucking what 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 what, what, what. like <laughs> he said we want that hood shit. So so Michael Jackson wanted to he wanted to do some hood shit. Yeah, oh my goodness. <laughs> That's hilarious, but it makes sense. Like Michael Jackson from the hood. I believe that though. It's hundred percent it makes hundred percent sense. Because Michael Jackson, as numerous times in his career, 
He went back to hood shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's mainly pop, which is why I don't like him that much. But I think Michael Jackson is pop because he knew that's where the money was at. Like, that's because that's the fact. King, the king of pop. Because yeah, not the king, king of R and B. He's the king, king of pop. R&B. Yeah, he's the king of rock. Because all he's the dance songs. Yep. That's why I don't consider <laughs> Michael Jackson R and B. Because to me, he those aren't R and B songs. They're pop songs. Yeah. And I don't put Michael Jackson in the category of best black artists because in my opinion like like prime example so this is going to be long tangent would you consider Jason <laughs> uh, Jason Derulo as a black artist or uh, R&B Jason Derulo uh, he had that mm, what's that say and, you know what you do with that big fat butt wiggle 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 Oh no! Exactly. Although he is a black, obviously he's a black person, but he doesn't do black music. It's not R and B. That's the same way that I see Michael Jackson. Those songs are are pop songs, not R and B songs. But every now and again, Michael Jackson will try to go back to his roots to do R and B. I think that Michael Jackson liked R and B and probably rap too, but he knew that his bread was buttered and that uh, pop lane because um. Like the Michael Jackson song is R and B, I would say is uh, "You Are Not Alone," and that's, R. Kelly wrote that. Yep. Him. And that's my favorite Michael Jackson song of all time. That's my but number one. Say if you play "Beat It," "Beat It" ain't no R and B. Nope. Pop like a mug. Pop hard. Maybe rock. Yep, yep. Pop rock. And it's good pop. It's obviously the best pop rock ever, but it's not R and B. And um, when Michael Jackson, I think the album he did after Black or White uh, that was mainly produced by Teddy Riley. We had Keep It in the Closet. That's when he tried to do like do like some um, more R and B type shit too, and that was more so R and B too. But then um, there's that famous clip of Michael Jackson uh, uh, fucking listening to a uh, fucking uh, R Kelly and Carlin uh, like uh, this is a remix to like this and like and Michael's in the car going nuts off that shit. Yeah, I think I the, 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 the Mike Ed, Ed Hart was an R&B dude, but he just knew what, like I said, his bread was butter in the, in the fucking pop lane. So when when Pharrell heard that their legendary Michael Jackson want to work with him, he did what he thought in his, in his mind that Michael Jackson wanted to uh, hear. But nope, he said he wanted that fucking super thug. He said he wanted to be in that lane. <laughs> and that is hilarious to me, bro. Michael Jackson on, on super thug. So he said, I want that Noriega shit. That's what I want. That is hilarious <laughs> to me, bro. But who knows what could have been? Um, yeah, I, I feel like there's not much else to say about um Jay. There's not obvious. Uh so who's next on your list? Well, that was on my third, too, so well, I feel, yeah, because he was on my list, and I pretty much elaborated everything with you, because they, yeah, catalog, yeah, man, this catalog, I'm, I'm curious how much this catalog is, I'm, I'm curious, because these motherfuckers up here sending their shit for like three, four, like hundred mil, his shit got to be close to a half a bill, like literally Absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That really make me think for a minute. Like, whew. and that might be not, and his shit might be a half a bill, 
And it ain't even the whole goddamn catalog. Cause some people just doing certain songs and this mm-hmm. and that. His shit, yeah, his shit might be a good. Cause then, cause I started thinking about like Dr. Dre shit. He sold his shit, but he didn't sell every damn thing. He mm-hmm. sold like, like a portion of it, and he got like two hundred, three hundred mil. So man, yeah, like I'm, I'm pretty certain like Jay's like half a bill for real. Easy, um, easy. Um, my next one. I had, I had to see right now. I'm driving yesterday. <laughs> my next one up. I will put. Uh, he's a new, new body of work. He just ain't mm-hmm. had no misses, and we've been talking about this dude for a minute. Yep, like not I for a minute, but like he probably gonna be on your yours. I'm 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 like hundred percent. It it's one of two it, that I think it could be. <laughs> <laughs> and it is Kendrick Lamar. Yep. 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 My main body of work, what do you got? Four, is it four albums? Sex and 80, Good Kid, <clears throat> Mad City, To Pimp a Butterfly, Damn, D- Damn, and Miss Morale, and The Big Stepper. So five. Four yeah. major labels, then five total. And then if you count like the Black Panther soundtrack, was I don't, but if you want to count it like then six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which that soundtrack was lit. Uh, that's what I'm saying. He ain't got no misses. That's what's crazy about nope. it. Like, and he, I ain't gonna say new because he been out for a good ten years, huh? Yep. So, <laughs> uh, lyrically, he there uh, make you think. I just like him as far as his his uh body of work. Like to me, damn was one of the years that I, I remember when I was in the Navy, like working. That whole year, I, that's kind of how I felt. Like it was like literally, it was mm. like telling my story going up and down throughout that year. Mm-hmm. It's it crazy because I remember when that shit dropped. Hell, I remember, I remember when that shit dropped. Everybody was banging it. Like, everybody. Humble. Humble yeah. took over the world, bro. I've only met Man. one person in life who didn't love Humble. Like, not like, but love. I, I met one person my entire life, and like, you're just trying to be like a contrarian right now. There's no way you, you don't fucking love this song. There's no yeah. fucking way you don't love this song. It's impossible. Oh, man. I, I like how you titled that album, too, because everything was one one word. Yep, all all, all like lowercase. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Everything was lowercase. I, I think y'all had a period behind the word, too. Had a period behind it, yep. Yep, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that shit. That shit was dope. Um, Pimp a Butterfly is to me, Pimp a Butterfly is a close version of what we were talking about earlier with the Outcast. It had that mm. sound. Mm-hmm. It was on that level of sound, yep. and, that, and from a, coming from a, a West Coast artist, which, mm. which is kind of tough because I hate putting him in the West Coast because he don't sound that way. He got his own shit. He surpasses he, his his um uh region. Yeah, way, way, way past. Yep. And I fucking love it. Like, man. And then had that soulful sound on Temple Butterfly. Yeah, that jazz. We're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these walls, uh, Complexion. Oh, that was with uh, Rhapsody. That shit was dope. 
shit. Then when he had the story, like I was, and uh, one of our podcasts before, I was I was explaining how right. how every almost on almost every other how he phrased he created his story through his album. That shit should have been album of the year. Yeah, and put bits and pieces of the poem that he yep. put together. Yep. That he at the end says for Tupac, and then he, and they had that glimpse of Tupac like talking to him. That shit was epic. That shit was so goddamn dope. Like man, I I ain't never yeah. heard nothing like that ever. Nope. Until he did and, that shit. And sorry, like to uh, interject, like um, uh, uh, like this is technically your pick, but just one thing I, I will say real quickly: no artist in the modern era, no. Maybe in our lifetime, no urban artists. I feel like some white artists like who have done this, but no modern, no urban artists in our lifetime, our 36, 37 years, has been as thoughtful about how to put an album together as a cohesive piece of art that can just, I can I can think of nobody else who's who's that thoughtful of how they put their album together. Yeah, I don't nobody. know about you. That shit was just cold. Like the way he pushed the shit together, his album together, is fucking unique, man. Mm-hmm. And then that was even with matter of fact, he did it with that, but then he did it with Good Kid, Mad City, and that shit was like, like he literally telling the story within the mm-hmm. story, and it was just like, damn. And a lot of people just like, oh shit, pun intended, and, <laughs> damn, pun intended. <laughs> Like man, like I, I couldn't believe it, and I actually like how on that one they actually put like I guess they bonus songs, or they they might be actually to the album, but I think they bonus songs because of the fact that uh I think it was bonus songs because like what was it called the recipe with uh the Dr Dre it was uh-huh. at the end it was at the Money end of the album and yep, you know yep, yep. so they put them at the end of the album just to give you like some bonus because it had wrapped it up. After they told their story and everything, but man, that shit. Man, good kid, man. City, damn. Uh, Mr. Morale, mm-hmm. which is the recent, the most recent one. And that, that one was, he was telling the story. He was he was telling the story about his life. It wasn't, but it wasn't his usual like a story within the story. It was just telling the story. Sure. It was straightforward, but it was just had layers to it. It was like an onion. Yeah, yeah. Because on the interludes, like, you know, it had section two and this Mm -hmm. and that and blah, blah. Yeah. But it wasn't really telling the story, like telling the story within the story. It wasn't, at least least that's how I feel. I got you. It got to the point. And of course, uh, what's the the bonus song on there? Uh, well, it's oh, a bonus uh, song now. Uh, the the Heart Part 5? Heart Part 5, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that shit was epic. Want you to want me to? The video, the video, the video and the song go together. Like, mm-hmm. me, I can't picture if I was, I, I'm happy they put the video out before you put the song out. Mm-hmm. Put it that way. Because yep. now every time when you see or you hear the song, you just think of the video off the rip. Yep. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That shit's so creative, man. Like, man, he he right on time. And and to me, just like a lot of people are saying, they want the Kendricks, 
the 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 the, the Coles, the Drakes. They want more people like that to come out nowadays because a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? They ain't, they're not there. Everybody, like I said, I hate to keep ranting about it, but everybody trying to have a damn song at the same time. Because mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't think like these one, two females. Uh, the one girl, she she looks so damn, but all, both of them look ugly as hell. Uh, oh, uh, sexy, sexy, sexy red. red. Uh, and then, yeah. uh, yep, yep, yep. And, uh, what's the other one? The Tuki, was it Tuki with the good coochie, whatever the hell I got yeah. that name in? Tsukiyama, she's like, like yeah, yeah, I was like, what? She, she do rap? She rap? Like, what the fuck? Like, if she thinks she bad, like, what the? I'm looking at the, the, the same, the same person. Like, I'm, I'm so lost. Like, <laughs> I mean, bro, now, uh, just to, I'll address what you just said. So, uh, a lot of people our age are like outraged by those songs. Like we didn't have fucking Uchi Wally and fucking Kaya talking about like her neck and her back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and Kaya is just as ugly as like these two chicks are. Thanks. So uh, like this but, has always but, been a part of women rap. And like these songs aren't even the worst songs I've heard like in terms of uh, like being nasty. I will say this. On this on this level, yeah, because mm-hmm. I I was I watched the documentary and I thought about that too. Mm-hmm. But was, some women, they the women that the the females that's coming out now, yeah, they talking about this that, and third. People were talking about the shit back then as well too. But then on the flip side of that, I'm gonna say this: some of the females that did do it also had regular content. Which they added into their album, and they had bars. Like Nikki, she said the same. Nikki said the same, but Nikki got bars. Nikki, uh, she could actually eat somebody up. Like she eat these motherfuckers up. If, right. if she mm-hmm. was to go bar for bar, mm-hmm. they can't do that. They can only just talk. Do we know that though? Have you heard any of the songs by them besides those two songs? Because I haven't, so I don't know. No, oh, I haven't. Because they probably because they I, could I have say, some. I mean, but they. Since I, I you both don't personally it. know, she doubted, no, okay, wait, 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 wait. So if you were to hear Kaya back in the day, you would probably think that she ain't got no other content too. But but from what I've heard now on her album, she actually was like spitting some shit. But based on uh, like my pussy and my crack, I I didn't want to listen to anything else by her. <laughs> and that could be the same thing with my pussy hole big, my booty hole brown. It could be the same shit with her. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Who, who, who else is okay? Uh, on uh, uh, damn, what's his name? These damn kids on the NLE Chopper song, "Suck Me Out." Who's the chick on that? Is that Sexy Red? I haven't heard that. I'm, I'm, I might have heard it. You heard it like I mean, on TikTok and reels, cause like all like all the hoes think they're cute and like fuck lip sing the same songs over and over again. That song is one of those songs, but I think it's sexy red on that song. And if it, as a matter of fact, this one I will look up. And if it is, she actually came with some decent bars on there. In, but with, um, within the confines of that content, at least, cause like that, like the song called "Slut Me Out." So, so obviously, like gonna be like a like a uh, fucking poetry. <laughs> but let me see. But uh, "Slut Me Out." It's on to go, yo ass is fat, but I'm making fatter. So, man, I mean, you probably heard it, man. I probably, I can't remember. 
Yep, it's him and uh, Sexy Red. And on that song, within the confines of that song, she actually has some bars. So I'm just saying, <laughs> uh, me being like a feminist and me saying that like, there's a broad spectrum of of, of womanhood that could be a, a, a fucking leader in business is also a, a one against... Want dudes like fucking spit in their mouth? That can all be, be the same woman. So I I can't speak on Shikiana and, and a sexy red having bars because they might have some bars on their actual song. But like Kaya back in the day, hearing those one songs doesn't make you or me want to listen to like search out their catalog. So they could have bars for all we know. Mm, I, That's all I'm saying. I give him a bit for a doubt, man. I give him a bit for a doubt. Because I'm going to tell you another another uh, female artist. Because, you know, I'm always on the female artist shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody we ain't never brought up. And then when I, mm-hmm. and I just heard her song yesterday. And I'm like, damn. I was like, he was spitting. Like, yo, she was just, like, literally spitting. Um, like, three, it was like two or three of her albums. And I was just like, damn, man, she didn't really talk too much about the sexual content as much, but it was just that her shit just was, just was speaking, like, volumes. I think it was just that, she, like, she was riding that wave with the Rough Riders at that time, because I remember even in the documentary, they were saying they wanted a female sweater, and then she was that. And then, I think after the fourth album or some shit, that's when Rough Riders was going downhill, and mm. she had to depart and go her way, but Man, she was. I, don't know, I heard. I heard this shit. Uh, what song was that one? I think it might have been like the first album. Is it the first or second? I think it was the one with Gwen Stefani. Oh, da 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 the one that I was just saying was uh, Gwen, Gwen, Gwen Stefani featuring Eve. The one you're talking about, I think, is Eve featuring Gwen Stefani. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I can't remember how I got it, but I know the song you're talking about, too, because it was a very popular song. It was very popular. But I, I just can't think of what it was called, like, off the top of my head. Yeah, Eve, also, she had one with, uh, I could just picture, I want to rock with you. It was, uh. Yep, yep, uh, yep, yep, yep. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. Yep. That was a hot one. Yep, yep, yep. And then, like, her first yeah. song that was a hit was a song with Mary J. Blige, I believe, right? The love is blind. Don't yeah, let yeah, I take yeah. over your mind. I don't even know you to hate to myself. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's so good, though. It's really not elevate it fine. No, uh, that was Faith Faith Soup, right? Uh, was that Faith or Mary J. Blige? No, that, I think that was Mary J. Okay, yeah, yep, yep. yep. Love is blind. Yeah, like that song was a that song was cold because it had a that ding 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 ding. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he he was cold, but I think bro, back then us being boys, it was difficult for us like to listen like to like female anything. I mean, I can't. I didn't start listening to any female music until probably this year. <laughs> so, so us being kids, like me, I mean, of course, I can't speak for you, but like for me, e- even even if a girl has shit like it was kind of hot, me just being like a like a boy, I couldn't get into it. 
Uh, I, I could I could get into it easy. It just like for example, like I listened to this is the new age one. She I gotta look, look at the documentary. I was gonna shut it at first, but I watched the first episode, the Ladies of Hip Hop or whatever that's on okay. Netflix. Mm-hmm. It, it was pretty good going toward background. Then I started finding out background about more females, new and old, certain styles and shit. Uh, like for what's the girl? What's my girl in Detroit? Uh, with the with the fat ass. Uh, Detroit with the fat ass. I don't even know because I was thinking of like the chick chick who, who I think is nah, a lesbian. You, you, I know you know you. I you've seen this girl many a time. I know you know this girl in Detroit. Detroit. She rap. Yeah. Oh man, I'm thinking that chick with that song with a kid ink. Let's just be honest. Let's just be real. I can't stand it. (laughs) And I like that song, uh, the song with Jaquise. Me, you, and Hennessy. Something like that. That's all I'm thinking about. Like this chick. Oh, I'm talking about Cash Doll. There you go. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Because she said this, because how she ended up rapping was she said, she got out of school. Um, she said she was making money. She worked at some damn way. Like, I think at fast food or some shit. Then she started seeing her friends. They worked at the strip club. Then she ended up going from there to the strip club doing her thing, blah, 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 blah. Then she said it got to a point where she was, she did like a little stunt like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, you know, do my thing or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Dance or whatever. But then I'm gonna sing like a song or whatever. Just that third. Like, no, mm. like, just fucking around. Mm-hmm. Then she said it got to the point that she wasn't even taking her clothes off at all. She was literally going to stand on stage, rapping, and motherfuckers paying her money, like throwing mm-hmm. money at her, just that third. Then it just got to that to where she had not. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to put some songs, just that third content, and before she know it, she making money. And that's literally Detroit homegrown. You know, she doing like shows and all that shit. I was wondering, I was like, dang, how she? But she getting money because she getting shows and getting booked and places doing her thing. And lo and behold, that's that's how she made it. And I was like, damn. And she she could rap. I mean, Grand yeah. King, I just I wish she was like more mainstream. But with kids, she kind of is. Though. I hate to say it, but it's kind of like she's still hometown. She kind of fell off a little bit. Yeah, like yeah. She she was mainstream for about a year or so. Then like now she kind of going back to like her base fan base. I mean, like her she ain't, like her home. Yeah, but she yeah, ain't no yeah. Megan like. She ain't on Megan, uh, right. Megan Thee Stallion, you know what I mean? Like, Megan Thee Stallion, she has her own brand. Like, you see her, everybody know who the fuck she is. Like, like same thing with, know. uh, like, motherfucking, uh, it's a dude, but like, he's from, uh, he's from Detroit, uh, fucking T Grizzly. Like, for, like, a year and a half, he was, like, mainstream, hot. Like, now he went back, like, 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 around here, but, like, he's still probably making money, because, like, he got that strong fan base who followed him, although he ain't been talked about all, all, uh, like, on a very popular sites. Yeah, he got his T Grizzly made man T T Grizzly made his money like he even says he made his money off Twitch, on video games and shit. Like mm-hmm. he said he made more money on that than rather at some point. <laughs> I was like, damn, because he was like he be on Twitch and he's like once he fucked with the numbers and shit, he said he almost got like almost like a million dollars and some shit. Like right. just off Twitch because his, his numbers and shit high but a lot of people found him too because like yo it's T Grizzly, you know what I'm saying? So Yep. But um, yeah. Uh, uh, back to Kendrick though. So I agree with all the points, hundred percent. But then I'm I saw this video on YouTube, and again, I'm not sure 
if I sent it to you or not. But like the dude broke down how Kendrick's albums are all like a different kind of media. Like uh I forgot what the all were, but he was like, Good Kid Mad City is a movie, which is a form of media, obviously. Um to Pippa Butterfly is a novel. Like it's based off like that novel that, that like that I read in ninth grade and twelfth grade, uh to kill a mockingbird. Uh, he said that Damn is a magazine. So then, like, it, it that cover to Damn, it kind of like a Time magazine cover. Yeah. And then he said that um, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers is either like a jazz performance piece or a play. I'm like, damn, like that, that makes like that math maths. And I think he said that Sex and 80 was like radio or something like damn. that. And then, like, he gave uh, like different um, examples to prove his point. Like, yeah, like this math, math. Oh, uh, yeah, like I try to find a video and send it to you, but like I said, I I can't recall if I saw it on Instagram or on YouTube. But like, it makes sense now. With sex in eighty, I don't recall that much of it because I've already heard the whole thing maybe twice. But I can see yeah, it I being know. being like a radio station, and then like um, he's he, Kendrick has said like that. Good Kid, Mad City is basically on um, his boys in the hood. And then I think that Kendrick also said like that Mr. Morrell and the Big Steppers is, is kind of uh, like a, uh, 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 like play. And um, I think he's also said like that The Pippa Butterfly is obviously uh, like his version of the great American novel, which people say that To Kill a Mockingbird was the last great American novel. And then like, um, so in Damn, I don't think he, I don't think I heard him say like the like the like that's like a magazine, but based on like that the album cover to like do show the damn cover, they like show Time magazine and, and, and they look kind of identical. So that kind of blew my mind too. So if Kendrick is putting that much thought into like his albums and they're like not even talking about it a lot, like like on like during like the press tours, that show you like mm-hmm. that this man is a genius. Yeah, you're right about that one. Because I guarantee you, people who even get into these albums deep and like dissect them probably don't say that part. Like, yeah, like this is like a, like a novel because blah, blah, blah. But I uh, like it. Uh, so this dude, he puts so much thought into his albums, bro. It's crazy. That's why you yeah. got good to him, man. Mm-hmm. That's all that uh I have to add like to that kind. Of, oh, see, I ain't mean to play this show. Was he on your list? Yes. Yep. 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 See, um, I kind of I put Kendrick because I thought that you was gonna say Kendrick or Cole, and I lean more s- s- towards you saying Cole. So, so I put Kendrick, but uh, like I was I wrong. Put Cole, said, I didn't put Cole on my list this time. Shockingly. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I thought that you would probably say Cole, so. So I put Kendrick. So I get like a little sidebar. I didn't put Cole for that reason, also because Cole's albums to me don't have the longevity. Yeah, that's the reason why I didn't put it mm-hmm. on mine. Yeah, yeah. Like oh it's his his the longevity like far as like impactful. Yep. Like I I haven't gotten that from Cole. Cole, don't get me wrong, the shit is dope. This is that third. I think he was trying to do that with uh, 
that one album we were talking about Homeboy and all that, but it didn't really pan out to me. And to me, that was mm-hmm. like his worst album. And that was his worst album in my, in my book. Um, yeah. But it, he didn't, hasn't, and the one, his best album, which uh, was with Fort Hill Drive, it's, yep. Yep. it's yep. good. Yep. It's impactful. It's, it's good. But to me, it's, it's good, but it's not, it's not impactful. They don't have that 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 story like that story within the story, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he got mad tracks on there. He got a couple stories songs, Laxon, this that, and the third. Good. Don't get me wrong, it's a good album. Went platinum. I code doing it. You could kind of say, but that's him individual. About uh, dropping what three albums go platinum with no features. That's mm-hmm. his individual. That's his individual. He he can always hold that dear dear to his heart that he's the only artist that that's been done that shit. But I just I think I need one more a little bit longevity. With this, I tell you what, after this album come out, the fall off. If that is the next album to come out, mm-hmm. then that will that will tell. Uh, to me, I think that would tell his whole body of work. Because that's supposed to be the last album, so he right. he get he 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 about to go in. He has to go in. Yep. And then, like for me, even if that album come out, and like it, it's amazing. Uh, I still wouldn't put him on this list for best catalogs due to the fact that with every J Cole album besides the mixtape that came up before the first one, uh, like what's it called, uh, the warm up, I think. It's, mm-hmm. Besides that one, and Four Hills Drives, and maybe a Born Center. I mean, I'm sorry, no, 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 no. Uh, what was his first major label album? Uh, yeah, Born Center was the second one. Yep. Yeah, I'm brain farting myself. Hold on. Uh, uh, what is this called? Cold World, maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah. Cold World, colon, the sideline story, I believe, right? His first one? Yeah. Now, his first one was... Yeah, 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 you're right. Cold World, Silent Story. Yeah, yeah. Besides those, and, like, those are... Besides, yeah, so... The warm-up, Sideline Story, and 2014 Forest Hills Drive, I don't listen to any other of J. Cole's albums for more than two or three days. Now, that two or three <laughs> days is fire. I'm playing it nonstop. But after that, I'm done. Whereas Kendrick, I play that shit for a whole summer or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm not taking anything away from J. Cole. But for me, and it could go back to like we said this time and time again, his beats is lacking a lot of the time. But yeah, J. Cole's albums, while they are great, they don't stand the test of time for me. So because of that, that's why I can't put him in like that category list. Because really... When it comes to like a category, something that I think about a lot too. I'm, I'm not category. When it comes to a catalog, rather, when it comes to a catalog, something that I think about quite a bit is if you're in a concert, how much of your catalog will people rock to? And I feel like with J. Cole, he's just doing singles or 2014 Forest Hill Drive. He'll do that whole album as a piece of art. But other than that, I feel like he, he will just be doing singles. Yeah, or one or two songs that got really popular, or his guest verses on other motherfuckers' hits. 
So that's why J. Cole isn't like in my list. Um uh like I think it's on me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see what else I got. Both had Kendrick, both had Jay. Okay. Now, there's two more on my list. One of them I- I'm gonna change out because I don't like this rapper. Uh, the, 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 their catalog is amazing in terms of the things, in terms of like the criteria, like that that I've been saying. But I don't like them personally, so I, I'm taking them off the list, and I'm gonna put in somebody else from my uh, childhood who I like more, who also who I can also defend their catalog. But the person I'm gonna say first is somebody who I think me and you both like quite a bit. But now I think it's fair to say that you and I both hate this person. And e- even if it came out with the album of the century, I don't think that I will ever listen to it again. But that does not go against the fact that in terms of their catalog from when it came out to probably to the when it <coughs> until they went crazy the second time, they had a catalog that was uncomparable that was just hit after hit after hit. I mean, like, that's Kanye. Yeah. Like, Kanye yeah. changed the game. And Kanye first... Was like his first three or four classic after classic after classic, and I think at some point we said that not that many artists have that many classics back to back because it was a uh, uh, college dropout, late registration, late registration. Uh, graduation. Okay, and then uh, the fourth one was oh, uh, uh, eighties and heartbreaks. Okay. And then the next one was uh, the that one, one was uh, my sick, twisted, dark fantasy. So that's three yep. in a row. That's four, that's four, really. <laughs> Wait, okay, okay. So that's three guaranteed <laughs> classics, and that's yeah. uh, back to back to back, and then that's five debatable classics back to back to back to back to back. Right? Would yeah. you agree with yeah. that? It's three certified classics back to back. Then those last two in there are debatable classics, but still consecutive, yeah. consecutive. And who could, who else besides maybe Drake? But Drake first one wasn't like, I mean, it's it's debatable that anybody else has that kind of a run. Now after those five, it gets really really debatable. Yeah. But those first three. Are undeniable. I feel like in the first, if you count the next two, there's an argument there. So for those alone, he has to be on this list. And like, and that's me forgetting everything he's done since then. How crazy he is now. How much I can't stand him now. All like I said, it, if you put out an album that everybody said was called tomorrow, I think I still wouldn't fuck with it. But I hate Kanye that much now. I've done a completely 180 on. On, on Kanye now. But <laughs> those first three, in terms of a catalog, and those first five, and then because of 808s and Heartbreak, although at the time nobody liked it, we said, I think me and Lawrence. But now, rap today, whether you like it or not, in like terms of, of the shit that comes out nowadays. You is undeniable that that album influenced a lot of current rap artists. Emo, crying rap has been influenced by that. Oh yeah, most definitely. So yeah, 
I don't want to give Kanye a lot of time because I hate Kanye now, but I just wanted to say that. Nah, that's my, um, that's actually my fifth, mm. uh, too. Uh, what you said about your work is their first five albums. I think my, if I look back now, I'll even put AOA's Heartbreak as a classic. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. It took me a minute to even go back to it because at first I was like, what the hell is this? I what like, the fuck is this shit? Yeah, it took me literally like years. Like, like I had a, I, I I heard it without the auto tune. Yep. Yep. Yeah, like that. Yep. Yeah, like you told that, that story that. before here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I had this uh, Kanye West uh, documentary. I think it was like, not documentary, it was like a concert he did on like VH1 or whatever. I had the DVD disc and I played it. And he played AOA. He played a lot of old shit, but then he played AOA's Heartbreaks. And it was without the auto tune. And that shit was fucking good. And I was just like, man, why didn't he just do this before? Why he had to do the autumn? But it was at that realm where everybody was trying to see painted. Literally. Mm-hmm. So. Um, my six Twisted Dark Fantasy, I like every every track on there. I'm not even going to lie to you. And my favorite track on there is uh, Devil. The Devil in the Devil in the uh, Devil in a New Dress. Devil in a New Dress, yeah. With uh, Rick Ross. That'd be mm-hmm. so cold. That'd be, that'd be cold in a mug, man. Uh, I do like uh, another thing I do like the the uh, the compilation album he put out. I probably like four or five tracks on there. Wait, that's uh, that one with uh oh, uh, click a cold winner, whatever it was. Hot summer yeah, cold yeah. winner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Winter, yep, 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 yep. I like probably like five C tracks on there. That was good. So. Oh, what else? What else? His production is good. I think still. He still got that music ear, but I just think he just went so goddamn crazy. Just, yeah, don't nobody want to fuck with him. And the last thing I just heard about him was, uh, it looked like, uh, I don't know if you've seen the picture of him and his wife or whatever. Yeah. And it was on the boat, and his ass was showing. <laughs> his ass was like, showing. It looked like he was getting some fellatio on the boat. Like, like he was <laughs> it's it's fellatio. Oral yeah. compilation. <laughs> 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 that's, what it, that's what it looked like it was going. Everybody was like, oh, he's been for getting on boats. Da, da, da. I'm like, well, why is Paul Rossi up here fucking taking pictures of this nigga butt crack? Like, that is that right. crazy. <laughs> like, he, tried, he probably was just chilling. She probably was laying on his lap or laying, laying on him. I mean, I don't know. She was just wild. But I was like, look, man, if he is doing it, whatever the hell, this was white fucking. Right. Who cares? Like that's, that's my thing. It was sometimes I think they they be just tracking, just trying to make big deal out of big deal out of just to you know bring them down more or whatever shit. Just like the shit that he said with the anti-Semitic shit or whatever. And then who was the Adidas pulled away from him, right? And then Adidas had to come back to him because they was losing over a billion dollars if they were to do it because mm-hmm. the suits was just sitting. So they had to come back to him. And be like, yeah, we gotta figure something out because we can't, we can't go on the negative like this. No shit, you motherfuckers up here jumping the gun. Now y'all gotta kiss this man ass. Again. 
But yeah, man, shit's shit's funny. But uh, I hope you do get it together, though, man, because a creative genius like yourself. I also think too is like when I think he he didn't hit that ceiling where you know when rich people be removed from life, removed yep. from the struggle. Mm-hmm. And then that way, when they see folks get killed or this or that and blah, 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 they're like, oh, why they, da, 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 why they have this Black Lives Matter? They don't make sense. And this damn third, like, but they just been in this damn bubble so long, they don't even see it. They don't even see the shit no more. Mm-hmm. So you don't see the struggle. You don't see what's going on on the street because you don't have to. But, like, so, I will it, give them. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I said, like, I will give him this. He'll still find his little gems being hilarious because, like, um, this clip of his keep it keep coming back on my feed. It's a clip when he get interviewed by that dude from fucking Apple Music. He was like, "Hey, so like, here's why I call the song Niggas in Paris a Niggas in Paris." Oh yeah, okay, Kanye, what is it? Because Niggas was in Paris. That's the funniest shit in the world to me, bro. Because that dude would start. That dude thought he about to get like the exclusive of exclusive, like something never been revealed before. He said, "Because niggas wasn't Paris." That shit got me fucking out all the time, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, that's another thing though. That compilation with Jay, that shit was tight. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. We could get another one of them. Damn. Again, at this point, I feel like too much time has passed. Like, I don't think. <laughs> it could possibly be as good as what it would have been if it would have came out with that second album, uh, like say like maybe two or three years later. And that's also why um, that's one of the earlier fire uh, uh, shots in the Kanye and Drake Cold War. Because uh, Drake had a uh, fucking hissy fit about that album, so that's why he, that's why him and Wayne Scrap Bay album, they probably would have been fire. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, like I said, I'm at the point to even with, if Kanye could put out the best album in the history of the world, if if Kanye put out good ass job, finally, I don't even care anymore. Like I hate Kanye so much now, I don't even fucking care. Yeah, I know. I refuse to even listen to it. I never thought the day would come that I would take fucking Kim Kardashian's side over Kanye. Well, I feel sorry for her for having to fucking deal with this crazy ass. And she's out here helping out black people get out of jail and shit and fucking Kanye being destructive towards black people. Have a fucking yeah. Candace Owens be with him and shit. If anybody yeah. got fucking Candace Owens with him, I'm not fucking with him ever. Candace Owens, white people love Candace Owens because she says what white people want to say about black people with a black face. Mm-hmm. So they love her because of that. See, she's black and she feels the same way we feel. I don't give a fuck about that bitch. Candace Owens ain't black. Fuck Candace Owens. That bitch is, she's just mad just because somebody black hurt her. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I I strongly agree. I I don't give a fuck with nobody that she can say it to my face. She's like, oh, it's not because of that. Somebody black hurt you, like, beyond. And you ain't been right every time, man. I already know. She was never accepted by black people. So she hated us. But fuck that bitch. Anyway, uh did so is that five for you then? Like so like this, like this yeah, my last five one? Me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh 
So I'll just be, I'll just have full disclosure. My fifth one's gonna be Eminem, but fuck Eminem, because I don't like Eminem either. So instead <laughs> of Eminem, <laughs> I can't say it. As a kid, I loved Eminem, bro. But then, but then I grew up and what stopped being like angsty. What do you like about Eminem? Number one, his flow is so predictable. Bibbity bobbity bibbity bobbity bibbity bobbity bibbity bobbity 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 but he did it on one of his artist records, the Filipino like rap or whatever. Which um, I'm, I'm not gonna judge. I ain't gonna say the dude can't rap. I think he can, but I just <laughs> I wasn't really like locked in on it. You know, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna elaborate on it. But that's basically cool. saying he can't rap. That's basically saying <laughs> it's just cool that you know Eminem and them, you know. Basically, they you signed to them. I'm guessing, you know what I mean. But no, when he stepped on it, he was a. I, I Eminem. I heard him snap on that, and I heard him man, that non shit. That was like two. That was about two years ago. That shit go hard. But the uh, what else he snapped on? It was something recently. I heard him on, or maybe I just heard him in the headlines. Because the one Republican um, candidate, uh, what's his name? The, the younger guy, uh, can't think of his name, start with a B. He trying to run for you know, for president or whatever. And he was playing lose yourself at at the uh, at his little uh, functions or whatever. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Eminem gave him a Jesus story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he no. was like, I don't want to be no part of that shit. No, like, no part. But my whole thing is with these these politicians, motherfucker. If you gonna use my shit, at least reach out. Like, don't nobody say, oh, let's let's see if it's cool first before we do it. Because I was like, motherfucker, motherfucker, be like, nah, you you're not gonna use my shit because if you use my shit, it's almost like I'm backing you. You know right. what I mean? Now, uh, that's one thing I will give him versus other white people who in their younger days fuck with black people and then change up, like, say, for example, Kid Rock. Kid Rock was doing rap music in the late 90s. Now, like, Kid Rock is a fucking Trumper. He's a he's a far-right a conservative. He didn't turn racist and shit. Eminem is one of the only motherfuckers who didn't switch up yet, at least. Because nah, when, when, when white people get older... They start having kids. They start. They, they they turn from liberals to really staunch conservatives. I don't know why, but like, and we're getting to the age now where like a lot of our white friends are gonna start turning because like now like the kids are getting older, and that's just like some something that I've noticed. Yeah, but Eminem so far hasn't done that, and I I will give him that credit. Well, I would say this though, and this is sidebar too, just for all you not to talk about politics, but. Just understand this, and I always try to say this to people: whether you Republican, Democrat, Independent, check your facts, look at the sources. If you can't get three articles of somebody saying, "Hey, 
the sky is blue and they saying the sky is green, then obviously these motherfuckers wrong. Like, if you can't get it from three sources, mm-hmm. like, all these politicians try to push this, this, that, and third, throw all these fucking numbers behind it and try to make like, it make sense. And I was like, dude, that shit don't make sense. Period. And that's either on Republican level and Democrat level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say even with Biden, he hasn't. He came with his promises, you know, with the black community, and he ain't pushed nothing. But the black folks is the reason why he in. So it's kind of like, hmm, it, that's like one of the strong suits. The reason why he ain't never got in, but yet still, what has he done for the community since we've been since he's been right. in office? He's been there four years. Like, come on, man. All I'm yeah. doing is getting these high ass goddamn gas prices and shit. Just like everybody else, like yo, what the fuck? Inflation on the fucking food and shit. Everybody like yo, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? And fucking, and fucking, student loans start back next month as we record these. Yeah, like with Trump, at least with Trump, I was getting a goddamn check every other month. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> but yeah, uh, gas prices is low as shit. <laughs> when I say. They're turning from liberals to conservatives. I don't mean basically what I mean is white people who, who used to fuck with black people when they was younger turning kind of racist as they get older. I just said liberal and conservatives make it sound like a little bit better, but like that's what I really mean. Like K yeah, Rock says yeah, racist you. ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 uh, K Rock like uh, like used to be a fucking bob with the bob, bro. I'm like now you're talking all this crazy shit about black people. But yeah, but Eminem hasn't done that yet. But I just grew out of his music and uh, and I don't like his his flow at all. But the person I took, the person I, I'm replacing him with as people who listen to this show probably can guess at this point is UGK. Because <laughs> yeah. again, they never had a bad album. Now again, they don't have a broad connection with the populace, but if you are a Southern rap fan or a UGK fan, I guarantee you if both members were living, they could do any song from any album. Everybody in that venue is going to know that shit front to fucking back. And they had so many fucking good songs on every fucking album. Like I said, they have albums that aren't as good as the others, but they don't got like no albums that I now granted I am like a UGK super fan. But I think that any rap fan will, will tell you who listen to all their albums, they don't got a bad album out. Yeah, you're right. Again, some are better than others, but bad album? I mean, because me, uh, like, kind of like the worst one, ones are the second one, where it's Don Perignon is supposed to bubble. That one, and and uh, like one that people like, uh, the one before Pimp C went to jail with a murder. That one kind of weak to me, too. I can't think of what it's called. Uh, Riding Dirty, I think it's called. Yeah, 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 yeah. Riding Dirty or or Dirty Money, one of them two. But people, yeah, people think that that's the one. To me, that's that that's like one of the weakest ones. It's good, but it's one of, uh, of the weakest ones. Like really, um, I my favorite. I was like, title good, so I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, you good. Like, like I like I left it wet for you. I left it wet. I left it wet. I ain't even heard the song, but this, the title <laughs> of the, the song was enough for me. That shit was fun. Wet for you, nigga. Then, like, they got so many good songs out, bro. They got, uh, shit, I can't talk. I feel it like I'm the one that's doing dope. They got fucking, uh, Bobby by the Fire, Whitney by the Key, DJ Screw by the Gallon Biscuit. Game belong to me. Man, that shit go hard. They got, uh, 
I'm like, oh, take it off. Take it off. Take it off. They got uh they got so many fucking songs, bro. They got their first song, uh, Country Vent with me, y'all. They got uh they got uh man, they got so many fucking songs. I can't even they got a song about uh uh the policemen are your friends, they're here to protect and serve. That shit cold as fuck. They got they got so many, bro. Off every album is they they're one of the few artists of any genre. That if I got a long road trip, like it's like two hours, I just fucking tell Google or fucking YouTube music to play from UGK and it's gonna be rare skips. It's gonna be rare skips. And like if it's a skip, it's because I heard the song too many times, like I didn't move for it at that at that given time, but not because I don't like the song. So unskippable, bro. Like if we go through every album, bro, I guarantee you there's maybe only two or three songs I don't like. Shit, like I'm trying to think of uh on their greatest hit album, the first song on that bitch is called and like I'm trying to think what it was called. Oh, I got a pocket full of styles. Classic, oh, yeah. bro. And then, like, they came up with the Pocket Full of Songs remix. They took the fucking song by the Red Hot Chili Peppers and give it away, give it away, give it away. Nah. Cold as fuck, bro. Then they had, like, one of the best rap songs of all time with fucking the other person, like, well, act on your list, uh, fucking yeah. Outcasts. That's one of the best rap songs of all time and video. You can't tell me no nobody, especially from our era. Take it that's not one of the top five rap singles or songs of, of all time. Two supergroups yeah. came together and had a song that fucking cold. Nah, you right about that one. And then had a, I got a fine young style she's twenty years old when he popped it from the deck and see that hairy asshole. <laughs> That's innovative. Who was talking about a grand asshole in a positive way? <laughs> it was, it was, he was like he was the dog. He was happy yeah, to have area. So uh, banger yeah. after banger after banger, bro. Like I said, and then I feel like UGK is so good. If you have a a, a person who di- who's, who doesn't like rap, you can play a, a UGK song for them. And, and like they'll like it because like their song was so catchy. Even if it's not something that's coming on fucking MTV on the top ten countdown, they songs are so catchy because of Pimp C that, that, that you will latch on to that shit easily. And again, Hell you. I think they had maybe seven albums, six or seven, and like ain't none of them bad. Like they got some that, like I said, not as good as other ones, but in terms of having a whack album. They don't got no whack albums, bro. Cause even no, they really don't. Even Jay Z got a whack album. It, like as mainly skips. Fuck, Ludacris got a whack album. Fuck, Kendrick don't got no whack one. But, but, but like, I like going through both our lists. There might be some bigger missteps in there. But like UGK, I can't think of no big missteps. Um. So yeah, that's all I gotta say about uh. Because I'm sure at this point people have. Who have listened to this podcast for the last four or five years that 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 we've been on have heard me speak about UGK and Pimp C time and time again. 
So I don't have anything much new to add to the conversation, but yeah, UGK. <laughs> Nah, that's a good one though. I can, I can, I can follow the UGK. I knew he was gonna go in that direction. <laughs> I was waiting on it. <laughs> and the crazy part, bro, it completely escaped my mind again until you brought up um uh Outcast. Like, yeah, UGK. Like I said, I put my list together late last night, pretty quickly. So like a lot of shit uh like slipped my head. But yeah, but yeah, but I gotta take out Eminem. Although I know that people probably calling me all kind of names because I don't <laughs> acknowledge Eminem no more, but that's fine. But yeah, I'm taking out Eminem and I'm putting in the underground kings. I was gonna put Eminem on mine, but I, I just didn't want to be too not predictable. But I, I I want to really get in depth. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, I still I do listen to Eminem. <clears throat> I do listen to Eminem. I do think it's kind of a lot of style. Of course, motherfucker got what three diamond albums or whatever the case may be. But he selling this down third. Uh, his last album, couple albums been trash. Uh, the last I, good M album was the Eminem show, and that wasn't even that good. Like that, that that's when Eminem became a parody of himself, like doing like all that comedy rap shit. That's that's because he was high as fuck. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I actually like like that one. I thought that one was like solid. To me, the comedy one was when he was high was uh, relapse. I didn't like that one. Relapse, I didn't like. Relapse, yeah. Anything after the Eminem show to me is trash. The first is that the third one or or the fourth one? That's the third one, ain't it? That's the that's the fourth one. Relapse is the fourth one. Well, okay, yep. That don't count to me. So the first well, three was. Yeah, yeah. Marshall Master, Slim Shady, and the Eminem show, right? Yeah. Yep, Marshall Mathers, Eminem show. Yeah. Anything after that, trash. Completely trash. And that's when he and that's when he started. And that's why I think he turned from like being a hardcore rapper to kind of be more of a pop rapper. Cause like, I love the way you lie. All that bullshit. I love that. That shit is hard, man. <laughs> if I want to listen to pop, I will listen to pop because I'm not opposed to pop music. I don't want my pop music come from, come from Eminem. <laughs> Eminem should not be doing songs with fucking Ariana. In my humble opinion. Yeah, the first three, the first two really was good as a child, but I was fucking angsty and if I hated the world too. But then I grew up Eminem. But Eminem, you did not. You said it as a 12-year-old boy. An angry 12-year-old boy. <laughs> but now he's he's like 50 but still acting like a angry 12 year old boy yeah the first three I'll give you but outside of that so at this point to me Eminem has more misses than hits like turns it out nah, I, I think nah, I think he got more he got more hits it just it's I just think now he's old. Like I think I put people in these OG realms. I always got OG realms. Once you get down, your wave has met. You know what I'm saying? As far as like the Lil Wayne's, the Snoop Dogs, Eminem's, you know. Uh, uh, 
I guess I'll put them in there. 50 Cent to some degree. You know what I'm saying? I'll put y'all, put them in like an OG realm to the point where it's like, y'all can drop whatever. It might hit. It might not hit. But your time is done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man, as long as you feel, as long as the music make you feel good and you want to put that out like how now it's doing, then fuck it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People going to rock with it. People going to love it or people going to hate it. So, but your time is already done. Like, you, you pass your prime, like, regardless of the fact. So, now, you could. I agree with all those names you said besides Wayne. Because Wayne's last big project, quote unquote, Carter Five, was did really good. And the quality was still good, too. But Wayne, Carter Five was on the shelf. That shit should have been out like five. That's a good point. That's a good point. You're right. Yeah, like that was not new material. Yep. That's a very good point. Yep. Oh, that's why it was good. That's a good point. It was supposed to come out. It was like recorded in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Yep. Yep, I'll take that back. Yep. Uh but Wayne, honestly, Wayne is is an honorable mention. Because Wayne ain't really had no bad albums. Uh... Even going way back in like Hot Boy days, like like honestly, those albums kind of better than like the Papa Wayne albums. We, I'm fucking that. I get you. And don't you know it's a way of life? Yeah. So Wayne is definitely uh an honorable mention there, but yeah. Uh, and again, I get why people like Eminem, but I just said my piece on why I don't like Eminem. Nah, I got you. Um. Uh, while we're at it, uh, do you have any honorable mentions? Um, let's see who I can throw in there. I would throw. Honestly, I would throw him in there because he only had one whack album technically, but I don't want to. And he, he was a he was a game changer, and I, I, but he's not a rapper, you know what I mean. And a lot of people wrote his shit, but I don't know. I kind of want to throw Dr. Dre in there for honorable. Mm. Only reason why, because he only got two albums. The one in between was when he was moving on from Death Row. That shit sucks. But the Chronic One, the Chronic Two, I've been there and done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the art, yeah, but the the Chronic One and Chronic Two was like by far the Chronic Chronic Two Thousand One was literally by far like one of the biggest albums, you know, out of his career. But then, you know, again, he don't write his shit. Somebody else wrote it for him. He he don't produce his shit to some degree. I was gonna say Scott Storch. Some degree. But I will say this though, he that that was produced good. Cause it was Scott Storrs and the Mailman and whoever that mm-hmm. was there. That shit was produced good, but then I also look at his body of work, like as of now, like this dude, he, he like he got a crate for music in a boat, some fucking way. And I think would he ever release the Detox album? No, that shit ain't gonna never come out. We talking about that shit for decades. Yep. <laughs> I honestly think when that shit comes Half out, our adult it, lives. 
honestly think like half the music of folks that they got in their crate somewhere, that shit gonna come out after they did. And then motherfuckers be like, yo, why the fuck is doing to put it out then? But Yeah, and then uh, I think that, well, uh, another quick honorable mention for me, and I'm looking because I think they dropped something today on Friday as we record this. Uh, Slim Thug. Okay. He put out, I think he put out like two to three albums a year. And uh, he's definitely more of an underground artist now. But uh, most of the shit he, he put out to me, at least, that'd be damn good. Let me see. Put some. Yep, he put something out called Midlife Crisis. Okay. So I'm about listening to this shit because I think I'm uh about to <laughs> head out tonight. So my up head like on the way. Um. Yeah. But uh. All right. So um. As we normally do, and as we also typically happens, we'll probably forget by the time. That we record again, but any idea on what we should uh, do next episode? Uh, hmm. I was thinking about doing like a bio for somebody. Oh, okay. Uh, that's an idea too, because how before we had a big hiatus how the show used to be anyway it, it would be a, a list and then like a summit episode so if you're thinking yeah. of bio that will fall under like the summit type thing yeah i'll try to talk to me like who you think yeah who you think about? i'm just i'm just going to know who we haven't highlighted yeah have we highlighted right I don't think we have. Not by himself, no. Like we've probably done him in some type of uh comparison. But uh uh like a Drake summit. I don't think we've done a Drake yeah. Summit before. That's, yeah, that's what we should do. Yeah, like that'd be a good one. Cause, cause I, I think it's fair to say that I like Drake I like Drake more. Wait, wait, you said Drake or Drake? Who did you say? Drake, Drake. Okay, yep. I think it's fair to say that I like Drake more than you do, right? Yeah. Like Drake is probably honestly still uh, like my Drake is Drake is in my top ten, like maybe close to top five. But yeah, uh, I think the Drake could be uh, like a good one because like he has obviously like based on this episode, he has a lot of shit we can talk about. Yeah, okay. Uh, like that's a good idea, man. Yep. So next episode will be a, a Drake summit, man. What we can probably do is, because we're gonna have an episode for September, probably for October, with this one, honestly. Uh, so it might give us time to see if he actually drops that album for my dogs, and and then we can uh, uh, include include that uh, to the mix. Um, uh, real quick though, uh, did you like the song um, "Passion Fruit"? It's like a straight R&B song he put out uh, like 2016 on that on that compilation he put out. They got like a daddy on the cover. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, I liked it. I hated that song, bro, until this rap group called Paramore has like a female lead singer. They did a cover of it and, and it's a way better if a girl singing it. 
same thing with fucking Teenage Fever, like which I think is on the same project. I hated that song too until until, until I heard somebody else sing. This shit feels like Teenage Fever. He ain't scared of it. He ain't either. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Uh, next time we will do um a Drake summit. But uh, yep, that's it for this episode. Uh, thank everybody for listening. Uh, if you like this episode, make sure to uh send it to all your friends and or family or enemies, anybody who would get uh more listens and views. Uh, and if you have any um other artists that uh, that um we could have missed, put it in, like in the comments of like whatever player they should listen to this thing. I don't know how these things work. Uh, that's it for me. Uh, that's it for me.